Hello there, mortals of Universe 7. I'm Mysterious Jackson, and what I'm here to tell you is. I did some demos to um, a song that I worked on for a cover. It's actually a tribute song. The name of the song is Mona Lisa. I just wanted to do my own version of Spin to it. Make my own version of it. I did two of them to be exact. And I had posted them on here so that you can listen to them. Now note, I'm speaking in my own language, but if anybody wants to wants to understand what I'm saying, I'll gladly tell you once you are uh, Listen to the episode and um, listen to the song. I'll be open to uh, anything. In the demo version, I mentioned that I am not doing this to claim it as my own song because there are some keyboards that have the Mona Lisa song. But my keyboard in particular didn't have the Mona Lisa song. I had to program it in. And then once I programmed it, I had to put it in the memory bank. Then which transferred it into the song list. And that was not easy to do. I mean, it's easy because I know how to do it. And this is my first time producing something. But I had... uh, made the song the cover version a while back when I actually was seven and I had no way to put it out and then when I remembered it I'm like let me program this into the song and um program this into the song program this into the keyboard and um it took me at least 50 times to get it where I wanted it 
because I had to put the song in and it was just in its acapella form. It had no drums, no strings behind it. It was just the piano. And I'm going to play a stripped down version of it so you can understand what I'm talking about. And like, I don't want nobody saying that I stole this from anybody because that's not what I do. So, just to let you guys know, like, before, you know, I was a podcaster and a voice actor, I was a musician, and I still am, and I'm also a producer, so a lot of the stuff that, that's on my keyboard, the beats that I play, and that's with other songs, those are my beats. Like, the beats that you hear on my keyboard, they're all mine. Like, yeah, the styles and stuff were there, but when I brought this keyboard home after I paid for it, it had nothing on it. It just had the metronome. I'm like, I can't work with that. And when when I was doing the Mona Lisa cover, it was like... the most fun but it was the most annoying because I had to get the sound right and I had to get the um vocals right because on the demo it's really low and it sounds like muffled and it took a lot of adjusting to do that like last night I stayed up all night trying to fix that because that song was actually um, written when I was seven like I told you because that's when um, I had really started um, writing my own stuff I mean I was always into music and I've always loved to sing and do music and stuff but like as far as you know me writing my own stuff that took place when I was seven. And, um, because <clears throat> I was singing since I was two years old. And everybody that knows me knows who inspires me to do that. But for those who don't know, I love. You know, the Jackson 5 and Michael Jackson. And, you know, um, Reba McIntyre, um, Mary J. Blige, Sisters with Voices, um, Erica Badu, um, Faith Evans, um, L. King, um, Freddie Mercury. And other artists like Biggie Smalls, Rondello, aka Tupac, and um, Big Daddy King, Heavy D, and um, other great R&B acts. And I also love, you know, Janet too, um, 
and many others. But like, so when I started writing, I would um write with a computer because you know my penmanship and my hands when it comes to writing a full sentence that's gonna take a long time and my opinionship is not that good it's not you know my fault because of lack of um practicing it's just i wasn't fortunate in that regard so i compensated and you know when i started you know writing on computers this was when i was um in school because growing up we didn't have a um a computer until later on i would say um my mid teenage years i want to say because that's when we um when we uh initially got a home computer but um I didn't really uh, write until then, but you know, the thought, once it entered, it never went away. And um, as I got older, my um, music just developed and evolved. And there's a true saying, and it goes like this um, When you give a child a toy instrument, he'll play with it for a little while. And it will be his favorite toy and it's like his best friend. But if you give the kid a real instrument, he'll never put it down. He'll want to take it everywhere. Because that brings the interest and love for music surfaces when you give them a real instrument and then it teaches them to play a lot of songs and make them want to write songs of their own and when I got my first keyboard which is the one I have in front of me the Yamaha White PG-235 which was actually released in summer of 2011, not 2012. These type of keyboards weren't around until 2010 to early 2011 in August because when these type of keyboards came out it came out in the Yamaha DGX 650 grand piano and um, I was just so enamored and smitten with that keyboard and then when they had got the next one which was the uh, Yamaha YPG 235 which was one of the best keyboards to date next to the D- DGX this 
was, you know, the best modeled keyboard at the time. And then when they came out with the um, 88 grand piano keyboards made by Yamaha, that just made it better because the Yamahas are actually based on actual pianos and they use actual piano and other instrument sounds and then put it into the keyboard and record it. But see, here's the thing. When it's bought and it's on display, they have a demo mode. But when you take it home and you pay for it and you take it home, it's initially empty. And fortunately, I'm glad mine was empty because I have a certain and unique style how I like my music. I like certain eras and certain genres. And if it speaks to me, I'm going to try to incorporate it into my style. Like, nowadays, I listen to all types. Although some types I'm not a fan of, but I listen to all types. Not just as a music lover and a um, music fan. But I listen to it as a form of you know, a producer's perspective, because that's how you have to be, you can't be close-minded when it comes to music or anything, because it's all subjective, and it's a language, some people can understand it, some people can't understand it, but, see, the thing with me is, if it speaks out to me, I'm gonna try to incorporate it, and some of today's artists are great and brilliant but some of them won't last and I'm not dissing them or knocking them it's just how they're choosing their path and their decisions and it's not good if you get a swelled head early because if you get a swelled head early your career will abruptly end really short and as a musician a producer if this is going to be your career you want to have a long lasting longevity impression and impact and some of these producers and some of these musicians don't want to do that they feel like they don't have to adapt or change their style and in a sense that can be good but if you want to stay legendary if you want to be certified and you want to have a lasting impact you got to learn to adapt with the times you can't be having things that are outdated because this generation is not going to pay attention to it 
and with the the young kids I'm like oh who is this old guy like that music is for dinosaurs and it could be like the most creative thing in the world and um when it could be the most creative thing in the world but it doesn't last because it didn't capture the intended audience's attention span or time then they won't pay attention to it and today's music has like 20 different other ways to say one word and that's kind of boring to me like like in today's youth of artists and musicians they make it too easy not to knock them because of certain songs and certain words they choose to use but based on how today's music is all you need is just like some computerized beat and overprocessed style of drum and then a catchy hook that's gonna get the kids attention and then that's considered a hit no not all the time cause when I was coming up if you had to make any type of music like that you would be kicked out it would basically say don't call us, we'll call you, and, um, we're sorry, but the style of music doesn't fit what we like in our artist. Your style is too old-fashioned and dated, and doesn't fit our demographic of audience. And when a musician hears that type of thing, it crushes them. And some producers have quit because of that. And it isn't always due to, you know, controversy or some scandal. Like, some producers really have quit or retired because, you know, some people aren't accepting of their sound. And it don't always have to be bad either. But there are some samplists that are out there that are really good. But some samplists won't make it because they sound like everybody else. And then some samplists don't even get the um, clearances to do so. Like, there is a sample list that's really good, but some of his beats are not original because they sound like somebody else's, or everybody's already sampling the same beat and not doing their own twist to it. 
and like somebody was like, "How's your Mona Lisa demo cover gonna be different from everybody else?" I said, "Uh, well, because I programmed it into my keyboard, and the beat I use isn't slow, but um, it isn't too fast either. It's a mid-tempo beat." And it's an Ultra Jack style of pop, even though the keyboard says it's Garage Band. And I listen to Garage Band, and the style that's in my keyboard does not sound like the Garage Band of 80s, 90s, of. 2000s and the style I have on this keyboard which is my keyboard is an updated version of that because the garage band when it first came out it was just loops of recycled 70s and 80s drum patterns And the drum patterns that you hear in my keyboard are based upon today's style of drums. And they are, you know, original drum beats that I made. They're made from a computer and a processor but they're more realistic because before they're made into the computer somebody actually records them in a drum machine from an NPC and then makes it and then records it and then put it into the keyboard and put thousands and thousands and thousands of styles and uh, instrument voices in the machine like this keyboard almost has like 500 plus styles of voices in the keyboard and still some that can be downloaded it's got over 499 voices And with the list of styles of voices that was built in, but like I said, it was empty because I had to spend hours and hours and hours programming it. There have been days and nights where I didn't sleep. Because I would be making music and instruments and making styles and what I wanted 
and when it came to pass I finally got what I wanted and I finally was content and that's why it's taken me so long to you know officially release my album because I got like enough to make 10 albums plus that and I hope you guys you know at least give my music and my podcast a chance because I'm working hard on this and I'm doing this because I love it I want to and it's a passion of mine and I don't intend to give up on my passions but at the same time like I just want you guys to know how important whoever listens how important it is to me that you know my content that I make means something to people and I'm not doing this to get views or financial gain even though you know making money is nice but I never make things that I do because I love doing it about money or financial status but what I will say is don't give up on your passions don't give up on your dreams keep fighting for what you love and what you like doing because in the long run if you keep practicing at your craft it'll get better and you'll understand that your passions is something you will appreciate because at the end of the day your passions will get you a lot in life and then you'll be able to teach the next generation of music or whatever it is that this generation will be passionate about in the next 50 years we as humans we evolve we as a generation we evolve we don't decrease we constantly grow and increase And I just want you to know, like, I do this because I enjoy it. It's a passion of mine. It's something I've always wanted to do. And now that I'm in a position where I'm able to do it, I'm complete. Could we all expand and grow? Of course we could. But it also depends on how we choose our path and what steps we go to to take our path. But one thing you should never do is give up on your dreams. Because you know what happens when you stand still and nothing gets done. Because time 
does not stand still for anybody. Time waits for no one. So if you have a chance and an opportunity to follow your dreams, go for it. You'll be glad you did. I know I am. I'm still, you know, trying to get my stuff out there, but along the way, it'll happen. I believe it will. We're here for a reason. And it's up to us to figure out that reason and why we're here, because we're here to serve our purpose. And always remember believe in your dreams. Believe in yourself and be strong at it. Although things may be hard in the beginning, it'll pay off in the long run because nothing good ever comes easy. And the harder it is, the better the payoff. Well, I'm Mysterious Jackson, and always remember to stay tuned because you never know who will appear on the show or what will happen on the show, so always stay tuned, and always remember to take care of this earth because this is our universe 7. Until we meet again, love you guys, bye bye.